This is a prediction of mine I hope never comes true. But sadly, I think it's only, it's only a matter of time. All right, mate, it's Madigan now. Got to talk about a very sensitive topic here. I've got to talk about firearms. And I've got to say firearms because I don't know. I'm on YouTube. I don't know exactly what the exact rules are and if they'll demote me or whatever. I just want to talk about it because no doubt, I'm sure you would have seen that in the United States, in Tennessee, I believe it was, there was another firearm assault on a school. Six people, unfortunately, lost their life. I'm not here to talk about the perpetrator of that disgraceful crime or the community that they supposedly belong to or what was in their manifesto which we haven't seen this video is more about the response when these sort of things happen because the responses are always predictable one of those responses is everybody loves to point to australia and australians with some sheer hubris love to uh, point their stick their noses in the air and say oh yes we do it well we, we we're so good at this and i can't believe that we have those responses because what's happening in the united states right now there is absolutely nothing stopping a kid from doing that here in australia absolutely nothing so what brought this on why why was i thinking about doing this video because i saw this tweet from david hogg now if you don't know who david hogg is david hogg was at a, s a school parkland i think it was uh, a couple of years ago which fell to one of these firearm assaults a couple of his mates unfortunately passed away and ever since he's become a very uh predominant anti-firearm activist so i saw this tweet from david Gun laws don't work. Why hasn't Australia had a school firearm assault since 2012? How about in the UK, which was 1996? Last I checked, they don't have armed teachers in every school or allow guns on campus. Pretty sure they also have bad guys and doors and mentally ill people too. Okay. I responded to David and I'll explain more of my response here in the video. So... A quick history when it comes to Australia and why we have this hubris about it is because in the uh, sort of mid-90s, we had a pretty uh, horrific event in Tasmania where a lot of people lost their lives and the government at the time basically said, that's it, uh, new laws come into effect and we're going to buy back a whole heap of guns. And everyone points to Australia now. I see it so many times. Uh, we've done it right. We've done it right. But I just ask people to sort of open their eyes and have a look at the reality of the situation. It's not the laws that are stopping it. it, it it's more of a cultural thing. And let me explain why it's not the laws. If anyone opens their eyes and has a look around at uh, Jewish schools here in Australia, you would notice that an overwhelming majority of them have armed guards at the gates. Schools, armed guards. Why would they have armed guards if our, if our firearm laws were so uh, strict? It's because the Jewish community are very, very smart. They know. They know that our laws don't mean anything to someone who wants to go in and hurt them. So what's the difference between Australia and the uh, United States? Well, for starters, uh, population... They've got a population of 330 mil, something like that. We've got a population of 25 million. 
the the land area is almost identical as well. Our population is spread out quite sparsely along the coastlines of Australia, whereas they're all compacted in, and they keep letting more and more people in there every single day. So, you know, people are struggling over there. I'm, like, we're struggling, but not to the level that America is struggling. Uh, and, and it's also, it's a cultural thing. Like, America fought a war for independence and told the British to F off, and then they basically said it was because we had firearms that we could tell them to do that, and we're never going to let that happen again. Australians, I've joked about this in previous videos of mine, but we are the world's most beautiful open-air prison. We are a prisoner colony. And we've, we've here in Australia, we've got this sort of mentality of, uh, yeah, the government will look after us, the government will look after us. So... That, you know, uh, there's no need for us to really be cautious of our government. However, I think that is changing. Now, this is unfortunately a, a fear of mine and it's a prediction that I have that it's not going to take that long. That things will get progressively worse and worse here in Australia and eventually a kid will be able to get their hands on a gun and we'll go in and do basically what you've seen over in the United States. And they'll be successful at it because no one here is expecting it whatsoever. They, they're not going to go to a Jewish school. They're not going to go to a, uh, a, a majority Islamic school either. It'll be in a public school. And then what will happen is the response will be so overwhelming that the media will then go crazy about it uh, politicians will go even crazy about it and they'll start trying to, you know, point the finger at blame about who is responsible for this. Because they did it most recently, I think it was uh, towards the end of uh, last year, where uh, a couple shot and killed uh, a couple of police officers in Queensland. And the next thing that came up, uh, basically police started saying that the uh, perpetrators uh, were religiously motivated and uh, they had all this anti-government sentiment and they were conspiracy theorists and they were anti-vaxxers. So then the tribalism will come into it here in Australia as well, which will then spur on somebody else because they'll realise, well, I want to get myself there into the papers and into, and I want my message across. It'll create a snowballing effect here in Australia. Now, you might ask yourself, why didn't that one create one? Because they sort of, here in Australia, they swept that one under the rug relatively quickly. But like I said, there's nothing stopping a kid from getting their hands on a firearm. Because I wanted to know, you know, how many illegal firearms are rolling around in Australia at the moment. And the estimation is about uh, a quarter of a million illegal firearms. And I, I found this from the ABC News, uh, the underground world of illegal firearms, and uh, you know, an ex-prisoner was basically saying, if I wanted one, I would have got one, probably within half an hour, as long as it takes to drive somewhere. I could have gone and picked one up. And what else was going on? Um, the source of these uh, firearms. Uh, Deakin University did a study and found that the ways the legal, uh, you can find them was on the dark web. Again, there is nothing stopping a student in any of our schools from, from obtaining a firearm. Absolutely nothing. If they wanted to, they could do it. We're fortunate 
enough at the moment that the people who are using these illegal firearms, they're using, uh, they're mainly in bikey gangs or other sort uh, or other gangs, and they're and they're using them against each other. The the fight out is in between them. But it won't take long until things start getting really really bad here in Australia, where we've decided to open up the borders and allow more people in. There's a housing crisis. There's a whole bunch of uh, other things going on, inflation, uh, people uh, don't have work. Things will start getting bad where the criminals who are using it against other criminals will start using it against, um, will start using it against the general public. And then the general public will be sitting there asking uh, for ways to, uh, to be able to protect themselves. And like I said, Mental health issues here uh, in Australia are also on the decline rapidly. So it's just going to take that one kid. It'll just be one. And by the way, there's also 3D printing of these uh, of these firearms as well. So they don't even need to go to the dark web, you know, in order to procure uh, secure a um a proper one. They could just 3D print one, and they'll go and they'll cause havoc. And the response will be totally insane that it will inspire the next one and then the next one and the next one. And then we will catch up. I don't know how to fix it. I mean, the Jewish schools know how to fix it. They've they've totally figured this one up. They've known this. I remember being in primary school in the early 90s. and My primary school was next to one of these Jewish schools and I remember watching the guards walk around with firearms. And, I, you know, it's, it was quite shocking for an Australian to see that because we don't have the same relationship with firearms as the Americans do. You know, it was, it was something that seems foreign to us. And, that, and I was in like year five. Uh, yeah, I was around year five or year four. So what are you in year five and four? What are you, 10, 11? So that's, that's in the early 90s I saw this stuff. They've been doing it since then. So, again, for the Americans who uh, are banging on about this stuff, saying, you know, go to Australia, go to Australia, Australia's not the answer for this. The, the answer is that you do need to start, because the, the cat's out of the bag now. There are so many illegal firearms over in the States. You know, all the laws don't that you currently are trying to implement uh, in one of the, in a couple of the the, uh, the the assaults that have happened on schools, they uh, were you know firearm free zones. They had red flag laws. Um, what else was there? Uh, the 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 firearm was sourced illegally. Like they had all that stuff, and it still happened. So doing what we did isn't going to help you. The only way you're going to combat this problem at the moment. Is not. I wouldn't necessarily say arm the uh, the teachers. I mean, that's one way you could do it, but you need to start protecting the schools. That's the only way you're going to fix this issue here in America at the moment. You just you're gonna have to, um, you're gonna have to start having armed security around these schools as a deterrent. It's the best way that you're going to go about this. Now, I mentioned earlier that I, uh, you know, I, I had my response to David and I got a response which I, which I find quite fascinating. 
So I responded, David, why did the Jewish schools in my country have armed guards if our gun laws work so well? Is because they are smart and they know that no Australian law will stop someone who wants to hurt them. It's not the guns, it's the people. And then I got this response from this bloke who said, that's because of the threat from white nationalist scum, not from ordinary citizens. The kids at Jewish schools have no more to fear from the average Aussie than any of the other, uh, other school kid does. This isn't an argument for loosening gun laws. It's actually evidence that gun uh, regs work. Uh, no, wrong. No. Of course they don't have to worry anything from ordinary citizens because ordinary citizens are law-abiding citizens. It's what you pointed out there, mate, as white nationalist scum. If a white nationalist scum wanted to, he would go up to that Jewish school, but he knows he can't because they've got an armed security guard there. He can still get his hands on a gun, mate. Easily. Easily. So he'll just go target a different school that didn't have an armed guard there. So our, our regulations don't work. It's a cultural thing. And until we figure out, especially in America, how to fix it, because have a look at, have a look at um, what's it called? The city of Chicago has all the laws that you could try to throw, you know, you can try to implement there. Yet they have constant constant uh, people losing their life to firearms. And they've got all the laws that there are. And then you contrast it with a place that has sort of lapsed laws. Would you say lapsed laws? Or um, who have open carries and concealed carries and all that sort of stuff. And people around there know not to F around, otherwise they'll find out. Because what's the old saying? That a uh, well-armed society is a polite society? So, again, I've just got to try and, uh, again, wake Australia up to the fact that, you know, stop being so big-headed about this sort of stuff because it's coming. And, you know, I hope it doesn't. But I can't see any other... Unfortunately, I see it coming. And I hate thinking that way, but it is. For right now in the United States, the best thing they can do to slow it down at best is to secure the schools. Don't tell me you don't have the money to do it because you just sent billions off to Ukraine that could have easily been spent on guarding schools. You'll guard everything else, but not schools. That's where I think a whole whole sinister side comes into play there where where certain members of the political class want it to happen because it gives them power. All right, mate, thanks very much for checking out the video. Thanks very much for checking out my channel. Uh, If you do want to help me out, a a subscription would be the greatest thing you can do. Hey, leave a comment. Tell me where I'm wrong. Maybe I'm wrong about this stuff. Let me know below and leave a comment. uh, Sorry, leave a like as well. Uh, Don't forget, I've got audio-only versions of these uh, episodes on Spotify or Apple. You just got to search at the Brian Madigan. I'm on all those platforms there. Are we done? Yeah, we're done.